Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, but you can call me Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God. B, believing in God's word. E, evolving your kingdom walk. And Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasts and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. And let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 5 of Obedience Podcast. It is such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I dive deep into this episode, I do have to invite my co-host, Holy Spirit, in. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Lord God, I want to thank you for allowing us to get on this platform another week. I want to thank you for this ascend journey. And what has all transpired in these last weeks. I thank you for always having the opportunity for us to grow closer to you, closer in our spirit, mind, and body. I thank you, Lord, that you care for our whole selves and you're looking out for us at all times. I want to thank you that we are back and want to thank you for everyone who understood our hiatus. And we just pray that After this hiatus, we can just keep the momentum going and keep changing lives and you keep meeting people right where they are. Lord, I ask that in this episode, people learn that they can move. People learn that they can trust you and people learn how to get their trust deeper into the foundation with you. And Lord, I ask that in this episode that there is more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I've invited my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. This portion of the episode is used to big up God and just shout him out for any great thing that he's doing in your life. And then also any areas that you may need prayer in. We're always here to pray in agreement with you. So if you would like to submit any high or low moments to the show, you can always do so by DMing us on our social media platforms, directly to our email address, or you may click the link down below to submit on the Google form. Our lines are always open, but I did get a high submission this week. So I want to go ahead and read that. It actually came from Goodbye Singleness. Okay. And her... Hi for this week was, it was a blessing last week to be a guest on a podcast for the first time. God is so faithful. So I did follow up with her on that question to figure out what podcast that she was on. So all of my listeners can go and listen. And she did let me know. So let me shout out that podcast. So the podcast is Unabashed You. I'll be sure to leave that link in the show notes below. But the name of the episode was Life Across the Nations, and it's episode 150. So y'all definitely go and check that podcast out. It is another faith-based podcast. So if you enjoy faith-based podcasts, definitely go and check that out. And congratulations, Goodbye Singleness. I know that having the opportunity to speak on podcasts are so important, especially if you're trying to grow your ministry. It definitely gets your name out there and it definitely spreads your testimony. So I'm so happy that you were able to do that. 
All right, so I did not get any lows this week. I guess that's a good thing. That means that everybody is in a good place. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my high and low moments for this week. So my first high for this week is on Saturday, this Saturday coming up, I will be doing my first live speaking engagement. It's here in my hometown. It is a teen girl summit. And I am so very excited and I am so very nervous. I told my friend that, you know, this year I'm just trying to not say no so much or not move in fear so much and do the things that make me feel uncomfortable so I can grow. And when she reached out, I thought about my goal for this year and I was like, okay, Shay, you cannot say no. You have to start somewhere. So I immediately say yes to her. And I am excited. Um, We are speaking on like the whole soul and she wants me to come in for the spiritual part of it. So, you know, I definitely have something to say on that part because your spiritual health is so, so, so important. It's probably top priority over your mental health, your physical health, because without that spiritual health, how can you really get through all the rest of the healths, right? So I'm so excited, and they're going to be teen girls, so I know that they're at the, the stage in life where I wish I had someone to come in and really speak to me on a spiritual level and be like, hey, this whole God thing is it's cool. It's not like uncool you know, how it was when I was a little bit younger. So I am very excited to be doing that. Cannot wait. I will definitely vlog my experience. You shall see it in the upcoming weeks, but that is very good news to me. So y'all definitely keep me in your prayers during that time and definitely pray that God gives me an amazing word and I'm able to relate to the teens. Okay. Because that's one area that I'm very like in is teenage girls because, you know, I just feel like that's not my ministry. I always tell people that. I was like, no, you know, kids are my ministry. Mm-mm. You know, Bible study is my thing. But we're going to see what happens. We're going to let Holy Spirit work. And I am so excited. All right. So moving on to my low for this week. If you guys have not seen the previous episode, I talked about the passing of my great uncle. Definitely go and check that out if you have missed it. If you did miss it, that is the reason why there has been a little hiatus in the show. We just had to get our lives together over here in this household. And we're finally picking the pieces back up and getting things together. But I just ask y'all to continue to keep us in your prayers as we continue to go through this journey. But that is all that I have for the high and low moments for this week. Remember, if you guys do want to shout God out or you need prayer in any area, you can always submit those to us at our social media accounts directly to our email address or the Google form link in the show notes below. But with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. But I am so excited for today, so very excited to be back on this ascent journey. And if you don't know, on this ascent journey, we are pursuing a closer dwelling with God by studying all of the Psalms of Ascent. So if you did miss the introduction episode, I do go into detail on how we got to this journey and what this journey is all about. It's titled, Sis, Are We There Yet? So definitely go and check the episode out. I'll definitely include it in the show notes below. But we are on part three of the series. So in part one, we talked about restoring and we studied Psalm 126. And in the second episode, we talked about redemption where we studied Psalm 130. So today we are going to study Psalm 125 where we will be ascending and trusting in God. Now, if you're like 
a lot of people, you definitely have trouble trusting God. If you feel like you have trouble trusting God, this is definitely the episode for you. So like I mentioned in my high moment of the episode, I'm going to have a speaking engagement this weekend. I am so nervous because it's just not something of me. But with the process of this speaking engagement, I'm trusting God in that process. So I definitely can speak from experience. I'm going to share more experiences through this episode. But I encourage you, if you are in a season or you are doing something where you just feel like, why am I here? Why do I have to do this? Should I do this? This is the episode for you because we are going to be growing in our trust in God through this episode. So before we get deep into the study, I do want to read the psalm in its entirety. So let's read Psalm 125. And I'm reading in the CSB translation and it is titled Israel's Stability. So let's get into it. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be shaken. It remains forever. The mountains surround Jerusalem and the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forever. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous, so that the righteous will not apply their hands to injustice. Do what is good, Lord, to the good, to those whose heart are upright. But as for those who turn aside to crooked ways, the Lord will banish them with the evildoers. Peace be with Israel. Now, let's go back up to the first verse of that psalm where it says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. Now, if you've seen the first episode of the series, I talked about how Jerusalem is surrounded by mountains. So not just Mount Zion, it's like completely surrounded by different mountains. So if the entire city is surrounded by mountains, why did the author of this psalm single out the mountain of Zion as the example of those who trust in the Lord. Now, Mount Zion was a very important place to God. It's where he chose to dwell. And it's also where he chose for a lot of key events to take place. And I actually, in this study, want to talk about two specific events that took place in Mount Zion. And they were two that I thought of immediately when I started studying Psalm 125, because the acts in these events display so perfectly God's stability, God delivering on his promises, why we should trust in God, and also why we should obey God. These two events show those things so well. And these two events are the actions of Abraham first, and second, his grandson, Jacob. So Abraham's moment that happened on Mount Zion took place when he was told to take his son Isaac to be sacrificed on the mountain. This was when God was testing Abraham to see if he would actually obey him. He told him to take his son to the land of Moriah and on a mountain to offer Isaac as a burnt offering to God. And Abraham did just that. He took his son, he took a servant, he went to Moriah, and when he found the place that God told him, which was a mountain, he built up his little altar, he laid Isaac on that altar, he lifted his hand up with a knife in it, and he was going down, and right before he could go down, an angel of the Lord called out to him and told him to stop. So Abraham was literally about to go through with it. 
But God did provide him a ram in the bush. So he did not have to offer up his promised son. Now, this was a major act of obedience, faith, and trust in God. And that was why that was like one of the first things that I thought of when I read the first verse. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, because that's literally a reflection of Abraham and everything that he did in that moment. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of the story of Abraham and Isaac before, but did you know that the place that God told them to go in Moriah was to later be called Mount Zion? Yes, this sacrifice or almost potential sacrifice happened on Mount Zion. Now, to get into the second thing with Jacob, Jacob's Mount Zion moment, it happened when he was escaping being killed by his brother. Okay, that's a whole story in itself. I've done a whole makeup and ministry on it. I'll definitely link it down in the description box below so y'all can get into the nitty gritty of what Jacob did to his brother Esau. But what was happening at this time, Esau was like going after him and Jacob was escaping. So on this escape route, he came to a place. He said, okay, it's getting late. I'm going to lay my head down. He got a rock from close by, laid his head on it, and went to sleep. Now, while Jacob was asleep, the Lord came to him in a dream. Now, this wasn't some deep rim sleep dream. This was actually a dream from the Lord. And in that dream, the Lord spoke to him, and Jacob received a promise that you and I are still living in today. So in Genesis 28, 14, God tells Jacob, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. And when Jacob woke up, he said, oh, Surely the Lord is in this place. What an awesome place this is. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And then he named the place Bethel. Now, this can be found in Genesis 28, 16 through 17 and 19. If you want to do some homework on the side, definitely go and check that story out. But the moment that this happened this was an act of God's promises being yes and amen that occurred in Mount Zion. Now, you may have heard of this story as well. And you heard me say that he named the place Bethel. But did you know that Bethel was located on Mount Zion? And later on, this place that Jacob said, this is none other than the house of God, many years later would literally be where the temple that God dwelled in was built on. Okay, this is not by happenstance, okay? None of this is by happenstance. And the author of this song, he had to know the significance of Mount Zion to compare people's trust in the Lord to Mount Zion. Having trust in God like Mount Zion means that your trust, it can't be shaken. Just like Abraham's trust wasn't shaken when God told him to take his promised son to go be sacrificed. It wasn't shaken. He did what the Lord said because he knew that if God is telling me to do this thing, then that must mean I can trust God in this thing. So he walked it on now and obeyed God. So I want you to ask yourself in this moment, like, is your trust in God like Mount Zion? Really ask yourself that. Sit in it. Lean into it and be honest with yourself because you lying to yourself is not hurting God at all. It's just hurting you. Can your trust be shaken? Does your trust remain forever? 
Like the B portion in verse one says, let's go back and read that. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, period. It cannot be shaken. It remains forever, period. Can your trust be shaken? Does your trust remain forever in God? Because if it does, then you're like Mount Zion. One of our mottos at my job is to be the palm tree. They even have a word for it. It's called agile. So basically what that means is whatever they throw at you, they want you to move with that being thrown at you. If the wind is going north, they want you to go north. If it's going south, you need to be going south. If it's going east, you need to go east. If it's going west, you need to head west. Whatever way the wind is blowing, they want you to go with it without issue. And the palm tree is a perfect example of this because wherever which way the wind blows, that's the way the palm tree is blowing. But when it comes to trusting in God, that famous motto, be the palm tree, it cannot be used when it comes to trusting God. I would trust in God when the storms come. It doesn't need to sway back and forth, side to side. It doesn't need to do that. It needs to be not shaken and remain forever, just like a mountain would do during a storm. During a storm, mountains are resilient. As the conditions of the storm are pounding against that mountain, it's just sitting put, just taking all of those conditions, just pounding in on it, and it's not being affected at all. It's just sitting there, sitting pretty. And as the storm is falling on it, sometimes you have some stuff that'll stick to it, like snow. If you have a mountain that's getting snow in the area, the snow is going to stick to that mountain. And it's going to build up on that mountain. And when I thought about that, I thought about an avalanche. So let's get into that. Let's, let's think about an avalanche right now. So with an avalanche, what happens is you have snow consistently falling on top of the mountain. You know, the mountain is unmovable, it's unshakable, its foundation is deep. So this little bit of snow, it's not affecting the mountain. It's not hurting the mountain at all. So all the snow is doing is building up on top of the mountain because that's all it can do is just build up on top of it. It can't affect it in any way. That's so much snow on top of this mountain. It's probably 10 pounds of snow or probably more than that. But can you imagine 10 pounds of something being weighed on you, but you're not being affected by it at all because you're a mountain? But what happens is you get all of this snow on top of snow on top of snow on top of snow and it gets so heavy that the snow underneath it, it gives up and then the snow just starts going down the mountain. But I want y'all to listen to what I just said. The avalanche didn't occur because the mountain gave up. The avalanche occurred because the snow gave up. So when you start going through storms in your life, your trust and God needs to be like that mountain. You may have so much stuff pounding on you and coming at you and sitting on top of you, but your trust in God remains unmovable just like that mountain. And so you're not going to give way to your trust in God because it remains forever. It cannot be shaken. And all of those conditions on top of you, when it gets to be so much and it sees that, oh, this mountain isn't going, so I have to give way. That's how you need to be. You need to be like the mountain. You need to let that stuff sit on you and eventually it's going to go away. And eventually it's going to give up and give away. And it's going to fall off of you. This is why your foundation in God needs to be so deeply rooted. Because if it's not, when a storm comes, you'll be the one giving up instead of the snow giving up. Or instead of the conditions giving up. If you don't want it to be that way, you need to be rooted deeply in God to where even if anything comes against you, your trust in God, it never wavers. 
And on another note as well, your trust in God needs to be deeply rooted, not only for when stormy conditions come, but also when God tells you to do something that makes no sense at all. Sometimes God will tell us to do things or lead us to things that make absolutely zero sense at all. To our earthly eyes and our earthly minds, it will make no sense at all, but God is telling you to do it. Your trust in God needs to remain unshaken and forever in those conditions as well. Has God ever given you instructions that just didn't make sense at all and expected you to do them? <laughs> Have you ever been that person because the instructions didn't really make sense, you decided to wait? Have you been that person? You probably said, I'm going to wait till I get three forms of confirmation. Or maybe I just completely heard him wrong. So I'm just going to wait for him to, you know, clarify. I'm sure you've been there. I've been there. A lot of us have probably been there before. When I'm driving and I pass a church sign, I make it a point to read what the church sign says. I love reading church signs. A church sign has even led to an entire episode of the podcast before titled Sis Think Even If. It was an amazing episode. Definitely go check it out. Shameless plug. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but as I was studying this psalm, I thought back to a church sign that I saw last year. Yes, 2022, I saw it. It actually made me reverse my car so I could make sure I read the sign correctly because it was such a good quote okay and so I always remembered it in the back of my head and if you're taking notes I definitely encourage you to write this quote down but the quote said when you have a mountain to climb waiting won't make it smaller it has the word mountain in it y'all so that's why I immediately thought to this quote when I read Psalm 125 what if Abraham when he received God's instructions decided he didn't hear God right so he was just going to wait until he had some more forms of confirmation come his way. Because what God was saying just didn't make sense at all. Okay, first of all, Abraham didn't have Isaac until he was a very old man. And he waited a very long time for him. And on top of that, Isaac was literally a promise that God gave him. So why is God telling him now to sacrifice the promise that he gave him? Oh, no, God, that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to sit here and wait till I hear you correctly. What if Abraham had done that? Would it have made the mission smaller of what God needed Abraham to do? Would it have made that mission smaller? No, it wouldn't have. The mission would have been just as big if he waited 10 years to do it. God has given you an assignment and you waiting to complete that assignment is not going to make God amend the instructions within that assignment. He said what he said. Let's talk about Jonah as an example. Y'all know Jonah from the book of Jonah. Jonah is the epitome of God not amending his instructions and standing on, I said what I said. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach against wickedness. But Jonah said, nope, not today. And Jonah actually got on a bus to try and escape God. And while he was on this boat, a violent storm came. And it was potentially about to break apart the ship that Jonah was on. So the other men on the ship, they decided to cast lots to figure out what was causing all the calamity. And boom, the lot fell on Jonah. And Jonah couldn't even lie. He already knew. He already knew all this was happening. And so he said, well, throw me off the ship so y'all can be safe. And when they threw him off the ship, a big fish swallowed up Jonah. And Jonah stayed in that fish for three days and three nights. Until he repented and decided that he was going to do what the Lord told him to do. 
Jonah avoiding his assignment didn't make the assignment any smaller. Whatever mountain God has assigned you to climb up and complete the mission, don't delay that climbing thinking, oh, the mountain's going to get a little bit smaller. It's going to sink a little bit for me. Even if you approach that mountain and it seems huge, start the climbing process. You have to remember God assigned you to climb that mountain for a reason. He's not just telling you to do something just out of will and nilly just to get you to do something. No, that's not what God is doing. That assignment is connected to something. On the other side of that mountain could be your healing. On the other side of that mountain can be your significant other. On the other side of that mountain can be a deliverance from whatever you need deliverance from. On the other side of that mountain can be the answer to your promise. And most importantly, whatever is on the other side of that mountain, it could be connected to someone else. Because what God needed Jonah to do, it was connected to 120,000 people, as scripture tells us. The delay in obeying God was leaving 120,000 people in wickedness. And God wanted to deliver them through Jonah. But with his delay, those 120,000 people, they just kept living in wickedness. And I know when you approach that mountain, it can look so huge. I can speak from experience of approaching a mountain that seemed way too huge for me to climb. And I was thinking, how in the world am I going to climb this mountain, Lord? That mountain I'm talking about was the Esther Bible study from Seek Bible Study. If you guys have not purchased the Esther Bible study workbook, it is still available in the show notes below. So definitely go and check it out. But there's a story behind that workbook and I'm going to share it right now. So with the Esther Bible study, God gave me the vision of having a physical copy. As soon as he gave me the vision, I started getting to work on it. You know, I love a project. I love where I can make myself creative. I already love reading the Bible. You put two and two together. Yes, we're doing this thing. We're doing this, Lord. Thank you for the vision. (laughs) But when it got to the point of producing that physical copy and I started to do that research, ooh, y'all, my mountain. It was like the shadow was covering the top of the mountain. And when the sun moved, it was like, oh, Lord, this is a tall mountain. That's how I was when I started researching the physical copies. And it was just way out of my budget. So I met with my team and I talked to them and they were like, what we can do is you could just release it digitally. And then later on down the line, when you get more accomplished, when you have a little bit more revenue coming in, then we can do a physical copy. I said, okay, great. Stress gone. So I get online doing the live and I announce it. Hey, y'all, I have a Bible study coming out. It's going to be available for purchase. The first comment of that live, are there going to be physical copies? And I just felt the conviction in my heart because I knew that's what God told me to do. So I said, okay, okay, God, I got to make this happen. I got to make this happen. And next thing I know, I was donated a binding machine to bind the books. I was donated a brand new printer and I was donated paper and I was donated ink. And then on top of that, I got a monetary donation where I was able to order everything I needed to ship out the books. I had everything I needed right in front of me. And here I was initially like, oh, Lord, this mountain is way too steep and big for me to be climbing. The whole time God and threw that rope down and said, come on, girl, I got you. I got you. God made everything happen all along the way. All I really had to do was hold on to the rope and be obedient, move my feet. 
That's all I had to do. And now all of these supplies being given to me and making the workbook happen, it wasn't just to benefit me so I could be the one and say, oh, I saw God working in my life when he did that. No, it wasn't just for me. It was for everybody who actually purchased the Bible study. A minister, a pastor, I should say, actually purchased a copy of the workbook and he reached out and asked if he could actually use the Bible study for his congregation because it was just that good. And when he said that, I said, oh, my gosh, this is so much bigger than me. This is helping people. This is helping people. I I didn't even know it, it would reach and help. And I've had comments after comments once people have received their workbooks. And they're like, oh, this is really detailed. This is really helpful. It's bigger than me. If I would have delayed climbing my mountain and just, I'm not going to do the workbook right now. I'll do it later. There would have been a lot of people who just decided not to buy it because they prefer physical copies over digital copies. And each one of those people would have missed out on the lessons that are in Esther, the word that God has for them in that Bible study. Whenever God tells you to do something, we have to remember that that's something that he's telling us to do is bigger than us. He sees things from start to finish, from finish to start. He sees those things. He sees how F is connected to P and then how P is connected to Z and then how Z is connected to A. He's sovereign. So when he assigns you to do something, when he assigns you a mountain to climb, he knows what's connected to the top of that mountain. He knows what's connected to the other side of that mountain. So we have to trust that if God told me to do something, if God told me to do this, then he's going to be there every single step of the way because he has assigned me to this. Just as verse 2 of Psalm 125 says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, God will surround you as you are going through your storm or when you are climbing your mountain. Either or, God will surround you. Now, this episode is not to condemn you for being the palm tree in your storm or delaying climbing the mountain. Because like I mentioned, I've been there. I've been that person who stood at the bottom of her mountain and was just like, I'm going to see for myself and walk away. That was me. (laughs) But this episode is to encourage you to start climbing, to encourage you to put your roots in deeper to God so your trust is forever. And like I talked about in the last Ascend episode, God is waiting right there to redeem you. Even if you've been sitting at the bottom of your mountain for 20 years, he's, he's there. Like, okay, good, my child. Okay, just grab the rope. Come on up. And Even if you've been the palm tree your whole life and you've decided I'm going to root this trust a little bit deeper, he's there to show you that you can trust him. That's a scripture that says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find it. Knock and the door will be open. If you go on that journey to trusting in God, he will show you that you can try him out. He can't wait to prove himself to you. He doesn't have to. But he loves you so much that he will. This is your notice. This episode is your notice to trust in God and never let that trust waver. 
even when the situation is very confusing, when the situation doesn't look like it's going to work out, when the situation does look like you need to bend a little bit in that trust, don't do it. Stick it out. Because I promise you, he's going to be there with you all along the way. And when you get through it or when you get over that mountain, you're going to be like, okay, I see what God was doing. I see how God was there all along the way. And you're going to have a mighty testimony after that thing too. So when you get in those situations where you feel a storm coming in, think back to the graphic of a mountain sitting pretty, going through all of those conditions, sitting pretty, and just think, this is my trust. It's immovable. It's going to remain forever. Or when God has given you an assignment and you got to climb up that thing, just remember, you delaying it is not going to make it any smaller. He's giving it to you for a reason. He knows you can handle it. He'll be right there for you. So even when your flesh can't handle it, he can pick it up, put it on his back, and help you out along the way. And don't forget, as you're climbing that mountain, grab your gear. Your gear is your Bible, your prayer life, your worship, your journal. Grab your gear and get to climbing, sis. So right now, I do want to pray over everyone who's trying to grow their trust in God and also for those people who have an assignment and they need to get over that mountain. I want to pray for you right now because this episode is for you. And I want to pray that over you. So you can see God in your life. So Father God, Father God, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you for the visual of being a mountain and climbing that mountain when you've given us an assignment. Thank you for the assignment that you've given the listener who's listening to this right now. Let them feel in their heart that this is you tugging on them. This is you wanting them to go ahead and climb that mountain. This is you wanting them to trust in you more. I thank you for directing them to this episode, Lord. And I pray that they have heard every single word that you wanted them to hear. I pray that through this journey, all along the way, that they're seeing you in ways that they've never seen you before. They experience you in ways that they've never experienced you before. And I just pray if they ever get to a weak point that you have someone there who can help them out. And they can know that that is you helping them out along the way, Lord. I pray for their confidence. I pray for their strength, Lord. I pray that they forgive whoever has messed up their trust in you. And I pray that they realize that they are forgiven for not moving when you say move. I thank you for your grace, Lord. I thank you for the mercy over their lives, Lord. And I just pray for their strength along the way. And I cannot wait to see the manifestation of whatever you have on the other side for them and what comes of of their lives when they actually trust in you, God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And while we're in this posture, I mentioned in the last Ascent episode about redemption and how God is waiting right there to redeem you. I want to give you this opportunity if you happen to be that person who has fallen off from your Christian journey and you want to get back on the road, but you feel like you're too far gone. I want to offer you the opportunity to reconnect with God. He's waiting right there to redeem you. So this is the perfect opportunity to reconnect with him and give your life back over to him. And then also I want to offer this prayer as well for anybody who has never accepted God as their savior and they want to do it right now. 
This is the perfect opportunity to do so, the perfect opportunity for you to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly, I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is to simply believe in Jesus and accept him as your savior. So if you want to give your life back over to Jesus or you want to accept Jesus, all you have to do is repeat this very sharp prayer to me. Lord God, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, just that simple, you have become reborn, and I am so happy for you. Congratulations, congratulations. If you did repeat that prayer after me, definitely be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. Churches are so essential, especially your pastor, so definitely connect with a Bible teaching church. And then, in my opinion, I think that you should purchase the Reborn Workbook that can be found down below. But that workbook is going to be so essential in your new walk. It's going to help you out, tell you new scriptures, tell you Bible study habits and different things like that. So I would definitely encourage you to check that out as well. And then... Another thing that I think you should do is continue to listen to Obedience Podcast. You're already on the right track with tuning into this episode, so definitely continue to tune in to episodes and catch up on any that you have missed. All right, so that's all that I have for you all today. But before getting out of here, you know, I have two questions. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also, did you learn something new? If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment down below in the comment section. And if you're listening on the Spotify app, you can comment in the Q&A section of the app below. I love to hear from you guys. So definitely do not hesitate to tell me what your key takeaways are. I love talking to you all. The goal for this podcast is to be like a virtual small group atmosphere. So I love to communicate back and forth with you guys in the comment section. So definitely head down there. And while I'm talking about YouTube, okay? I want to give a shout out to everybody who is watching the premiere right now. I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much for being a part. I love you all and I appreciate it. So, 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 so much. If you want to become a part of the premiere community, I do premiere the episodes at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time every single Tuesday on YouTube. So definitely head over to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes below. And regardless of where you are watching or listening, I want you all to share this episode with five of your friends. Definitely get the word out so people can learn to trust in God more and become the mountain. Okay, so definitely share this episode with five of your friends. And before I leave, I do want to give a special shout out to all of my Patreon members. You guys have been so loyal to me and I thank you for being patient with me during the hiatus that I had to do because of the passing of my great uncle. So I definitely appreciate you all. If you do want to be a part of the Patreon community, I do have four different tiers. So you can check the link out down below and decide which tier works best for you. And for those of you who like to be prepared, the homework for next week will be Psalm 127. So definitely take time out to read over that Psalm so you all can be prepared. Once again, that is Psalm 127. 
if you're watching on YouTube, I meant to wear this before St. Patrick's Day, but I actually missed that episode. So I wanted to wear my shirt now because I can only wear it like one time a year. And that is my St. Patrick's Day shirt. It says, I don't need luck. I've got Jesus. I think it was so cute when I saw it. I was like, I have to order it. But then I missed the episode before, but I was like, it's still March. So I went ahead and wore it. So I just wanted to say that too. All right. So I really think that's all that I have for you guys today. I am going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this episode found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next week. Ciao.